KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Friday, May 19th. Local nonprofits are describing conditions for people seeking asylum in the U.S. as unacceptable. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Major League Soccer is coming to town. The league yesterday announced it has awarded its 30th team to San Diego. Although the team's name was not revealed, the new club will begin playing in 2025 at Snapdragon Stadium. The team will be owned by an Egyptian billionaire and the Sequan tribe, the first Native American tribe to have an ownership stake in professional soccer in the country. More people looking to catch a bus have to find another way to get where they're going. MTS bus routes operating out of the East County yesterday joined the work stoppage that started in the South Bay. It comes as the MTS board chose a new leader to replace former chair Nathan Fletcher. Acting Chair Stephen Whitburn was appointed to hold the position for the remainder of the term, and the next term that begins in January. That is my goal, to make sure that we have a transit agency that everybody finds to be convenient uh, so that they can get to where they want to go in a quick manner. Uh, That is what will cause more and more people to take advantage of the transit services that MTS has to offer. This was the second meeting where members voted to appoint a new chair. San Diego City Council member Marnie Von Wilpert is demanding a public hearing on the city's lack of police oversight That's in response to a recent KPBS investigation. It's been two and a half years since San Diegans voted for stronger community oversight of police. But KPBS found the city's Commission on Police Practices has stopped reviewing allegations of police misconduct. The city council plans to appoint a new slate of commissioners on Monday, but Von Wilper wants answers about why oversight of police has stalled. She chairs the City Council's Public Safety Committee and has scheduled a hearing next month. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, hosting an open house to learn about the upcoming classes and seminars, member benefits, and meet the volunteer leadership team, Saturday, March 30th. Registration at extendedstudies.ucsd.edu slash O-L-L-I. It's been over a week since the end of Title 42, the policy that prevented people from other countries from seeking asylum at the border because of the pandemic. Reporter Kitty Alvarado has an update from nonprofits at the forefront of migrant humanitarian aid. Nonprofit groups on the ground at the border since the end of Title 42 describe deplorable conditions for people seeking asylum in America. Margaret Cargioli with the Immigrant Defenders Law Center is decrying the death of an eight-year-old girl in Customs and Border Protection custody. It happened in Texas. I hope it's the last time I hear it, but I'm afraid it may not be because if you're processing people that quickly and with their cattle and not human beings, what results should we expect? Expect, but unfortunate tragedies. Pedro Rios with the American Friends Service Committee says they're calling on the Biden administration to live up to our nation's values and investigate what they say are CBP's failures and human rights violations. People who are seeking asylum were disrespected to the point where they were dehumanized and permitted to suffer 
under extreme conditions and under the watch of the Border Patrol. We reached out to CBP. They did not respond. Kitty Alvarado, KPBS News. Drinking water contamination on two Navy aircraft carriers last year was caused by maintenance lapses on board, according to two Navy investigations released this week. Military reporter Andrew Dyer has more. Sailors on two nuclear-powered aircraft carriers operating off the California coast last fall drank water contaminated with jet fuel and E. coli bacteria because of corrosion and poor maintenance. In September, sailors on the Nimitz noticed the water smelled and tasted like fuel. The ship was sidelined at Naval Air Station North Island for two weeks while the system was flushed and cleaned. The investigation found a bad gasket on a potable water tank had gone undetected during the ship's 2020 deployment. Water also became contaminated on the San Diego-based aircraft carrier Abraham Lincoln just a week after Nimitz was sidelined. According to the investigation, water from the ship's bilge system leaked into the drinking water through a hole in a corroded pipe. The investigation found tests from as early as January 2022 indicated bacterial contamination and faulted the sailors in charge of those tanks. The hole was repaired and the tanks flushed and cleaned. Andrew Dyer, KPBS News. We are in the midst of graduation season, and students at Cal State San Marcos are celebrating their commencement. One of those students served in Afghanistan while also fighting a personal family battle at home. Education reporter M.G. Perez tells us her story. So this is the deck of the Vet Center. We have a lot of events out here. Jamie Childers served in the U.S. Army 12 years. Four of those years, active duty, the rest in the reserves. Now she works at the Epstein Family Veterans Center on the campus of Cal State San Marcos, where she is also a graduating senior. She graduates with a double major bachelor's degree in criminology and history after surviving a traumatic family criminal history of her own. I think family influences what you study and kind of your perspective on things and I just wanted to learn from a different perspective, you know, an educational perspective, not just somebody being impacted by the system. Almost 20 years ago, Jamie's older brother first entered the California prison system when she was just 13 years old. He's been in and out of incarceration ever since for drug-related crimes and ongoing addiction, leaving behind a son and daughter. Taylor and Jack Harrison's mother was also mostly absent, so they grew up with their aunt, who is barely older than they are. It just kind of fell on me to take care of them and guide them. And everything that I do has been for them and to show them that they can live a different path than what their dad was choosing. Taylor is now 21 and a junior at San Diego State. She still lives with her Aunt Jamie. They cook together, collaborate and communicate about the tough challenges life has brought them. There has always been just the one person who has been there through it all and that was my aunt. Anytime there's ever anything wrong or upsetting, she was the person that I would go to. Jamie's nephew Jack is now 18 and getting ready to go to college with a wrestling scholarship. My goal was to get my niece and nephew through college. I figured if I get them through that, then that cycle is probably broken. So what are we doing today? So 
Back at the vet center at Cal State San Marcos, Jamie is managing a program specifically designed to help military-connected students transition from the armed forces to civilian life and into careers in science, technology, engineering, and math. In 2012, she did a nine-month tour of duty in Afghanistan, working as a construction engineer building flight lines and perimeters around U.S. bases. One of the biggest things I remember about being deployed is this, you can see the stars everywhere. It's awesome. Following graduation, the stars have aligned for Jamie's next challenge. She will prepare for and apply to law school and begin work on changing the system she says victimized her. Making sure that there's a relationship between children and their fathers or mothers, whoever's incarcerated, because a parent, a parental figure for children is important and our justice system takes that away. Her niece, Taylor, is following in her footsteps, studying criminal justice at SDSU with plans that could include a career in the FBI or DEA. With the background of my dad, I, I'm also minoring in sociology. And so I want to really understand the why behind why people do things and why he chooses the life that he lives. Jamie has not given up on her incarcerated brother. It's been hard having to keep a relationship going with my brother, and it's not something that I want other people to go through. So I just want to be part of that change. Along with her degree, Jamie Childers graduates this year with even more determination, too. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. Coming up. It's almost the weekend, and we have you covered with some things to do. We'll have that just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org. Before you go, if you're in the need of plans, we have details on some arts events to check out this weekend. Arts producer Julia Dixon-Evans filled in my colleague Maureen Cavanaugh with the details. Here's their conversation. Let's talk about a few things going on in the arts this weekend. Artist Ethan Chan makes clothing out of sauce packets <laughs> and has a new exhibit opening up. You've talked about his work before, right? Right. He had a solo exhibit at Oceanside Museum of Art that was earlier this year. In fact, it just closed last month. Um, and this new exhibit, it's at Art Produce. It's a continuation of the series, all new works. Uh, what Ethan Chan does is he makes clothing from a variety of sauce packets, um, things that he gathers at truck stops, uh, school cafeterias or restaurants. And so these are things like ketchup, um, mayonnaise, mustard, things I'd never seen before, like horseradish sauce. And he makes full outfits, including the shoes. And these are made with the intention that he would have his friends wear them. And so, and they're kind of designed with his friends in mind with 
these individuals. And in the exhibit are the actual outfits. They're hung and installed on the walls like a sculpture, plus photography of those friends wearing the outfits and going about their day. One of them, he's in Target. Somebody is walking around Target in his sauce packet suit. So yeah, this is a great, a great series. How do we see it? Yeah, so this will be up through July 8th at Art Produce, and they have been doing mostly evening hours lately, where you can access it through the new bar that's next door called Botanica. Uh, This is in North Park, and it's from 5 to 8 most of the evenings. They're also having other art on view. Joe Cantrell has a residency residency exhibit in the cooler room at Art Produce. That's basically a giant sound sculpture. Prudence Horn has a as a pop-up in the community room. This is a set of paintings about her own garden. And then also at the opening reception is a performance from singer Lexi Polito, who her voice is so hard to describe. She's somewhere between this performance artist, there's alternative jazz and folk in there too. This is um, her singing with her duo, Lex and the Jewels, the song Richard. Richard praises family, the gods of gold, wine and duty, a disciple of love and beauty. He tells me we'll always have a beanbag for you. And importantly, Sunday at the Casbah, there's a benefit concert for the family of local musician and music journalist Dustin Ludspike, who passed away in March. What do you know about the concert this weekend to honor him? Yeah, this is a benefit for his family. He left behind a widow and a son, and tickets for this show will go towards a fund for his son's future. Ludspike was loved and respected by so many people in San Diego in the music scene, whether from playing in bands or he was a writer also for Sound Diego, which is Channel 7's music blog. And he also worked in the industry at Vinyl Junkies and at the Marrow. Um, as a musician, he was songwriter, guitarist, and vocalist for Old Tiger. And this song is from their 2012 album. It won the San Diego Music Award for Best Pop Album in 2013. The track is called You Can't Do Better. You can't do better. You can't do better than me, You can't do better. So playing at the Casbah Sunday evening, there's a lineup of local rock bands, Dead Feather Moon, O Spirit, The Strawberry Moons, and Jelly Duval. They'll play. It's an early show, so the doors are open at 6.30, and the show starts at 7.30. Tickets are $20. That was arts producer and editor Julia Dixon-Evans speaking with KPBS Midday Edition host Maureen Cavanaugh. You can find details on all these events mentioned and more events at kpbs.org slash arts. That's it for the podcast today. This podcast was produced by KPBS producer Emmalyn Mohebi and edited by KPBS editor Joe Karen. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend.